When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. You guys, welcome to whatever episode this is of Dunzo. It is me, Troy McKeady. Um... This episode is going to be batshit crazy. It's going to be as batshit crazy as the movie that we're talking about. And I'm so excited. I am joined again by my friend, Zach. Zach, how are you? I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. I'm surprised you don't remember your, your episode numbers. I never do. Well, when you have an anniversary, how are we going to know? <laughs> well, I remember the anniversaries. So like in between, they're just, they're a blur to me. I got you. I got you. Yes. This movie is batshit crazy though. So I'm honored that you brought me on for it. I think this <laughs> is one of the first things we talked about when we first started like DMing over social media. So yeah. it's fun. Yeah. It, we've come full circle. We finally are doing no, my, fi- my my second and final episode on the Dunzo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the second of many. Yeah. You guys, we're talking today about Lindsay Lohan's 2007 <laughs> catastrophe. I don't even know what you would describe it as. What is this? What movie is this? What were I they doing with this? No. <laughs> oh my God. You guys were talking about I Know Who Killed Me. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I haven't watched this movie in a really long time, probably since this movie came out when I was in college. I was like a freshman in college. And I think. The last time I watched it probably was college. I don't think I've seen it in full since then. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will say it is entertaining. Like I love a bad movie that's fun to watch. And I think that this is incredibly fun to watch. Like Mm -hmm. I might even add this to my my (laughs) yearly Halloween list. It is one of those movies. It's like a bad, good movie, right? Or a good, yeah. bad movie, right? Yeah. It's like not one. I think I think a movie is just doomed to hell if it's just so boring that you don't even think of it. But like, I think of this movie when I think of Lindsay Lohan, especially around this time. Like this and Georgia Ruler, like hand in hand in my mind. It's like, because she did them right back to back too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, and it's, it's, that's my, <laughs> that's my favorite period of Lindsay Lohan and that style of acting that she had where she, acted on screen like she was over everybody's shit and she's like yeah i'm probably not coming to work tomorrow just so you know i'll probably be hospitalized for exhaustion (laughs) Uh, (laughs) they have to like incorporate her chain smoking into every character she plays exactly like this is the Lindsay lohan um i want to hold on uh while you kind of go on about something i'm gonna pull up her filmography okay um well yeah i mean i i will say I think people, this movie isn't good. I'm not going to, like, let's not get crazy. But, and I'm not going to defend, I know who killed me for an hour, I promise. But I will say, I think that people were harder on this movie maybe than it deserved. Like, it's bad, Mm -hmm. but it's not, like, it's not, like, Geely bad. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, no, you're 100% right, yeah. It's watchable, and I actually think it does some things really well. Like, I think that there are some aspects of it that we'll talk about, like the gore and stuff that I actually think Mm -hmm. is really cool. Yeah, it's, it's. do you know who Stan Brackage is? No. So I went to film school for like a, a semester. So I, oh, cool. I got to watch a movie, my, my film 101 class. And so um, I had okay. to do a project on Steve Brackage and he was like an experimental filmmaker and it looks like this. This yeah. is what his films look like. Um, and because it is like wild, like I have in my notes here. Um, what is this? A mind bender, <laughs> a sexual thriller, true crime. <laughs> all my <laughs> a favorite mystery. I have no idea. It's all the things, all the things. Have you ever watched Twin Peaks? No, I haven't. Okay, so the director of this movie is very clearly fucking obsessed with David Lynch. Like, basically yeah. stole 
a bunch of stuff from Twin Peaks and put it in the movie. Really? Like, yeah, like uh, David Lynch is obsessed with blue roses. He puts them in all of his movies. It's like, hello. Okay. Uh, in Twin Peaks, like there's owl imagery. Um, the whole concept of Twin Peaks is about uh, this twin girl who like one of them mm-hmm. dies. Like it literally, he basically stole the concept, I think. I can so I I know the concept of Twin Peaks and and thinking about it it sounds the same I've just never seen it so I'd need to go back and like look at it but uh, listen the blue in this movie is just I mean like I I edit I edit videos so sometimes I want to get a little creative and I'll like turn it all black and white and try to like make colors on my screen stand out this guy did it like times 10 like every scene in the movie is like we're gonna have a blue she drives a blue car she loves blue roses she's got um whatever like I don't know numbing agent they keep pouring on you know the amputated limbs it's like blue I've never seen that before but it's 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 wild um it's just the whole thing feels like a fever dream doesn't it it does. It feels like just like a long sort of Tumblr aesthetic. In a, as, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like as a but like yes. making a movie. Yes. Like they really tried to they they really tried to make a bunch of stuff happen that didn't fully happen. Like mm-hmm. you're right, even with the blue, like they tried to make symbolism like a really big part of this movie, like a massive part of it, but like none of it means anything. Yeah. It doesn't like I think that's where the, where the movie kind of fails a little bit is that like all of the meaning is not here. I was reading kind of what some of the stuff that the director said about it, and he's got a three and a half hour cut, like a director's cut of this movie. Oh god! And I'm like, I don't even know if I could sit through three and a half hours of this, but um, apparently, like a lot of the cop stuff got cut out, and like maybe there was more, maybe maybe the symbolism was more apparent there, but you see, like. Like you said, you see symbolism, but there's no meaning behind it. Like you, you kind yeah. of pull back the mask and there's nothing there. Like it's just a, a Lindsay Lohan, you know, striptease movie. That's this is her right. Demi Moore striptease moment. Yeah. And like you're sort of waiting for the like the blue, like you said, for it to all come together. Like I was waiting at the end for the blue to mean something like she was being led by blue or whatever, because it's literally every single scene is she's surrounded by all these blue items and they highlight all of them so intensely and mm-hmm. then at the end it's like well no he just likes blue he just likes it's just fun it's pretty it's, it's yeah. like it's, yeah. i'm surprised her like mechanical hand wasn't blue honestly and, <laughs> and, and what's weird is i don't even so i whenever i think of any sort of like movie tv show i always think of a color associated with it and that's not even the color i associate with this movie i associate red with this movie because of that same picture do. right behind you yeah. like can we talk about this opening though i i did not remember it and i don't think it's talked about enough this opening was amazing it was it, it was it was a fantastic fucking opener it's the best to me the best part of the movie. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. It and really it's so is. like hazy, and she comes out of these beads, and it's almost like Lindsay Lohan just stumbling to set, you know. And then the it, the the title card is just there. I know who killed me, and 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 I think the best shots of the movie really are when she's up on stage, like stripping. I think it, yeah. it's done so well. It is done really well, and that's the thing is like there are certain things about this movie visually that I think are really cool like I think there are moments where it looks really cool and Lindsay I mean let's just talk about Lindsay for a second yeah, because okay. <laughs> Lindsay really like to me this movie is it obviously is really bad but I think Lindsay carries the film it, mm. it, enough that she makes it entertaining that you want to watch the whole way through yeah. like it's bad and if this was any other actor who wasn't just like really magnetic and like intoxicating to look at and to listen to because her voice is also so cool um i love her voice (laughs) (laughs) like it's like asmr yeah uh but yeah it's like she is so much of the reason that you can even sit through this movie yeah it, it solely rides on her shoulders because i honestly couldn't even remember anybody that was in this outside of Lindsay until i like watched it today yeah uh, do you know fucking kenya moore's in this when no. i saw her name in the titles i was like what she's in the main fucking titles <laughs> i just found out that kenya moore was in it because my friend kai who runs the real housewives orders instagram account 
um, he posted it, and I was like, wait a minute, what? Kenya Moore and Garcella in this movie, like, at the yes. same time? Like, what? Kenya's, like, a stripper in it? Like, what? I know, and she, like, <laughs> her name is fully on display in these opening titles, and she has, like, we've got Lindsay Lohan, lady that plays the nun, and Kenya yeah. Moore all in one scene at one point. Like, <laughs> how random do you get there? How random? Yeah, it is, it's just, like, uh, it's her, it's her carrying this movie. It's Lindsay at like peak. And this is peak, like, you know, if we're going to talk about like where Lindsay was in life during this time, like this is very mm-hmm. much like the public sort of coming to terms with the fact that Lindsay Lohan may not be the Lindsay that we grew up with. Like this is a real yeah. transitional time for her. And you brought up Georgia Rule. And I mm-hmm. think Georgia Rule is like really looking back, like that's her fork in the road. Like, it is. Oh, yes, definitely. And I, that's why I had to pull up her filmography is because that that for me is like the map of like mm-hmm. where she was at the time, because you can look at these movies and you can see exactly like what you remember from back then. Right. Right. Yeah. People didn't know if Lindsay was going to bounce back. There is like this idea that like Lindsay could do it if she would mm-hmm. just show up to set on time and not treat people bad and stop stealing shit and start wrecking her car <laughs> then like everything would be fine and yeah you know georgia rule was the first time we had heard like a director finally be like look i don't really have to fucking work with you like i will yeah. fire you and I, I also remember this was around the time that people learned that Lindsay was uh considered uninsurable in hollywood mm. which it, is it, like it's still like is tagged to her at this yeah. point right it's like and there's nobody else to blame other than Lindsay at this point, really. Yeah. Like, it was her own undoing, but she is still one of these, like, actresses that I still, like, find myself rooting for, like, hardcore rooting for Lindsay Lohan. Like, I thought, I, I remember seeing her interviews when when she was, like, had the Liz and Dick project coming up, and I was like, this is gonna be it, you know what? She's on the <laughs> upswing, she's going up, and she said in one of these interviews, she's like, I'll, in five years, maybe I'll be at the Academy Awards. I'm like, yes, you will! She will. She's gonna be there. <laughs> you and Dina Lohan are cheering at the screen. Uh, so I, me and Dina Lohan drinking backstage. You're like, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna. We're gonna all be at the Academy Awards together. Um, and it's just there's nobody else to blame. She had this this incredibly chaotic upbringing, um, and she's still really attached to these these abusers in her life the people who like really shaped her to be like this right dina mm-hmm. and, and michael lohan and like she's never really even i don't even think realized like what kind of happened to her right yeah so like there's the root of your sort of trauma i guess um without psychoanalyzing her too much but i you know there comes a certain point in everybody's life where you have to look at what you have before you and be like where did things kind of go wrong and how do i fix that and she's never really done that you know right. even Lohan's Beach Club I, I heard that she you know still wasn't showing up for set on the damn reality show that she really didn't even have a huge part in right yeah it's sad it's really sad because she's obviously just such a self-sabotager right yeah and you know it's like I do think that if you're a person of a particular age like you grew up with her in a different way like we grew up with Lindsay in like a different way yeah then it's then like younger people who just sort of know her now is like this former bad girl or whatever who used to hang out with Paris and Brittany like we grew up with her and we saw all of her trials and tribulations play out in real time like we saw how fucked up her family was and like you said Mm -hmm. her her parents and um you know her dad like showing up to her film sets after getting out of fucking prison and shit like she really stood no chance and but you're right there is something about Lindsay that people generally just root for and you can't say that for at all celebrities in her position listen she even had oprah fucking hooked at one point like oprah yeah. threw a damn reality show and two million dollars at her and was like <laughs> yeah. we are fucking rooting for you and i was watching i was like yes we are oprah we, we are. are rooting for you Lindsay." yes <laughs> and oprah she, was like, she wouldn't she that do you did you ever watch that show that she did oh, yes. on own okay we ought to do something on that one day because she literally it turned into just her staff's show or you know the the people filming it their show because she was just asleep most of the time she would lock herself in her bedroom and and that's just the pattern of behavior we have here i think that she is just and this is what i kind of relate to her and this is maybe this is why i root for her so much is that um 
I grew up with a pretty chaotic upbringing. Um, and for a long time, I was really comfortable with chaos. And I think I would self-sabotage as well because when things were going smoothly, it felt weird. It felt foreign, very mm-hmm. alien. And I think that's exactly how she is, is that she is so comfortable in chaos. I agree. Listen, game recognized game. I'm this, I was, <laughs> I was raised the same way. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it took me most of my life to realize like, you don't have to, I literally call it Lindsay Lohan disorder when you are oh my goodness. Chaos. Oh wow! like when you're obsessed with chaotic relationships and fighting and you know like if your life is going too well you'll do things to try and like kind of fuck things up a little bit and that, that's very mm-hmm. Lindsay yeah. um and it's it's I also always talk about the fact that Lindsay is full of these like like okay so I was reading that this movie actually put her in rehab um she was on she was in rehab we were actually was going from back and forth from rehab to the set wasn't she well this was the first time she had ever voluntarily gone her herself she, mm-hmm. she wasn't put there like by the court yeah. um and she said like this movie really traumatized her and like put her in a really really dark place she was having like night terrors and shit mm-hmm. um and you know i was re- i'm reading this interview and i'm like hearing it in Lindsay's voice and she's just so full of shit for lack of better terms like oh yeah full of like all of those empty like you know I needed to have like good energy around me and like just saying things that don't really mean anything yeah she's a great talker she is one of those people who will will talk if you're telling she probably talks her therapist down if she has one and her therapist like you're right Lindsay you know what I should prescribe myself something um right, <laughs> because totally. she is like a fantastic fucking talker and when you watch any interview and they kind of bring up the past and she kind of was like yeah I was in that point in my life and like I did this and like I promise I really only did like cocaine like 10 15 times like mm-hmm. I'm like yes I believe you Lindsay mm-hmm yes mm-hmm and questioning every every other article <laughs> I read, I'm like, that's fucking lie. I heard Lindsay say it. <laughs> right. He didn't steal that coat. Somebody she didn't do it. They, didn't she take like, oh no, they were like, give sunglasses away for, for free or whatever, but she took like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, did, she did steal somebody's fur coat and then she went outside to be photographed in it. She is like, I, I don't even know what it is because she doesn't seem like a great person. Like, I feel like I would have a huge falling out with her just because she is <laughs> right. like very out for herself. She would probably talk shit about you. Totally. Pretty hardcore. She would probably stab you in the back pretty hardcore. But I fucking love Lindsay Lohan. She's like a gypsy. Yeah. I just like, I don't know what the fuck it is about her. What is that magnetism? You even said it. You even said it in our DMs is that she just has. It, Troy sent me a, a clip from Georgia Rule. And it's like when she's confronting all of the girls who are like harassing her in Harlan. And it's just like, I'm going to fuck all your boyfriends. But she has like such a magnetism, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, I think the roles that she thrives in most are the ones that are the most chaotic. Um, I think so too. This one. People like to see her like that. And yeah, and yeah, the thing that drives this movie is being able to see Lindsay Lohan be like a nasty, dirty kind of slutty girl who chain mm-hmm. smokes and cusses a lot and bounces her boobs. Like, it's like cool. Like she's so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's just so cool. Mm-hmm. And you, so you went to college. So I know, you know, the girls that Lindsay would have been like we we Lindsay is a college girl you know yeah. she's she is a college girl who drinks a lot and and like I think you know there's this whole conversation right now you know going back to that time and these starlets who were all you know off the rails and stuff and I look at Lindsay and I'm like I was fucking drinking that much too I was like out doing Adderall and, yeah. and you know all I did everything she did she just was on a bigger scale and then never kind of got off the chaotic train right um I think I don't know yeah and plus it's like imagine okay so imagine like your partying phase and like your college years and having people try and market it like I think about myself during like in 2007 I was a fucking train wreck yeah. and I think about like if I were a public figure and and there was a bunch of adults around me trying to market my mm-hmm. partying to the masses like that's a, a mind fuck I can't I even... think about it all the time I think about stuff like that I think about like going back to like my my worst bottom of the barrel days you know where yeah. I'm not even turning in an essay because I, I was like so too way too fucked up that week to even show up for class you know um and I'm like 
I am so fucking lucky that I, I was never in any sort of public eye at that time, right? Um, and she was, and there were people like deliberately pushing this this persona for her at one point, also. Yeah, like she has to be the new Shannon Doherty kind of thing. Yeah, like something. There was just something, right? Because like clearly she wasn't going to be Little Miss, like Disney Princess, Herbie Fully Loaded, like right. And I think people realized that at some point and started pushing the, <laughs> right. the other agenda, you know? Yeah, yeah. Once she very proudly fucked Aaron Carter to be spiteful, it was like, oh, okay, so she's like a different kind of girl. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's just chaos. I just like chaos and Lindsay Lohan's names are you know those are synonyms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that this movie is is a case of when a terrible script happens to decent people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, there's like I want to talk about the body horror of this movie because oh. this is considered like people do put this in a horror category, right? horror thriller uh, horror thriller always is like the same thing to me anyway i know there's a difference but it just yeah. i i always categorize them the same this is like this was this was around the time of torture porn right like hostile yeah. and I, that was like really big at this time i can see it i see it totally yeah it's the, the, very if you're into like body horror i mean this is the whole thing is just like limbs falling off in slow yeah. motion like a lot of bleeding mm. Skip ahead, like hit that skip ahead 30 seconds button. Okay. She, her fingers at one point look like if you leave a hot dog on the grill too long and it starts like opening up and like, no, like, like just like, it's disgusting, disgusting. Um, But that was like on trend, you know? So like, I also think Lindsay was really good in horror and I kind of wish she would like go back to something like that. Didn't she try to do like a werewolf movie last year or something like that? I don't know. Oh shadow, shadow within <laughs> or something. <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot. I think me and Lindsay uh, both forgot about that. She just wanted a paycheck. It's okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for it. Um, but she should go back to horror because she's really good in this. Like she she, you know, had the scream queen lungs and like she's really good. Yeah, her yeah, she her voice definitely her like raspy, squeaky voice lends itself to being like mm-hmm. scared in a movie like this. It just yeah, it, it really worked. And yeah, there were some scenes that I was like, whoa, I'm actually like feeling squeamish and I have to look away. And that's yeah. not very me. I'm mm-hmm. like, I can sit through anything. But like, for example, when her hot dog finger fell off <laughs> and she <laughs> duct taped it to the sink. Oh my gosh. I couldn't believe what I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? And then she she tries to needle and thread this dead black finger onto her hand. And for a movie that's so low budget and so sort of shittily made, the special effects were like very decent. I think so, especially when she was like an amputee and we saw her, you know, her amputated arm. Like yeah. it looked pretty damn real. Um, yeah, I was like, how do they do a lot of this stuff? I was wondering if it was CGI or if they had like her hand behind her back or something. I don't know, but it, it yeah, it like it. <sighs> I think this is like also like along the lines of like Halloween Kills is like Halloween Kills we think is just a really messy movie. I think this is a really messy movie. Um, Yeah. I think it had a lot to say, but like, it's almost like when you say something too fast and like three different things come out, you know? Um, And I think that's what it was kind of, because it was like the canyons you know that movie that she did the canyons meets oh, yes. get a clue you know like that's oh what it felt like. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like she's running around solving a mystery which by the way she never she never once tries to figure out who actually did this it's only the cops that are ever doing that she's just trying to figure out if she's a twin or not but then we get the line at the end i know who killed me and i'm like that doesn't pay off no no you didn't do enough no. for that like all you did was chain smoke and fuck your boyfriend and like be mean like she barely and the killer is the is yeah no teacher teacher? okay yeah all right i wasn't even sure okay so when i was typing this movie up on the the amazon prime um i typed i know and so i know what you did last summer came up and i know what you killed me i've realized that any movie that starts with i know is going to be a confusing fuck toward a mess (laughs) you know you're not gonna understand you're not gonna know it's i don't know yeah, 20 years later, I'm still not totally sure who um, Billy Blue is. I don't know who the killer is, and I know what you did last summer. At least we know it's the piano teacher in this one. We don't know <laughs> yeah. what the deal is, but it's the piano teacher. <laughs> and it's so, it's like, okay, so we saw him for one minute at the very beginning of the movie, and yeah. it was like, okay, cool. So, And he had like know, that blue ring, right? 
yeah he had the blue ring mm-hmm. i was like all right so i fell for this movie's like trick i guess i guess mm-hmm. i fell for the uh the old gotcha uh yeah. but it was just so there's no payoff it's like okay so he's just mad that she didn't want to play piano anymore or something <laughs> maybe that was it oh because like this is this is what we're saying is that this movie really rests on Lindsay lohan's shoulders because you don't give a fuck what people are actually doing in this movie right like yeah. i don't care about her trying to figure out whatever she was trying to figure out or the cops trying to figure out who the killer is like i didn't care about any of that you just watch it and when she's not on screen um, the whole thing just kind of falls really flat and I, I find myself like looking at my phone and stuff i agree and to be honest with you like the acting is insane not just mm-hmm. not from her but like from everybody like her parents the acting is just like melodramatic over the top like it really it's like these people thought that they were going to be in a lifetime movie and then they're like oh no the movie's getting like a big screen release you guys like can you believe it like it is giving very much lifetime like i'm watching a movie at like noon on i can see how they could have been fooled though because if this director really is obsessed with like david lynch Imagine him like describing it as like a David Lynch like thriller, you know. Right. Everybody would have been fucking down for it, and they were like, "Just if I need to, you know, scrub the counter with a with a scrub daddy while my daughter's upstairs <laughs> fucking the boyfriend, I'm down here having a meltdown. I'll do it. Just tell me, you know, am I at a ten? Okay, I'll go. I'll go for that. That I I like howled laughing at that scene because <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's like, I don't know. Leave the room. She like is just sitting there listening to it. By the way, hmm, Dakota her, or Aubrey, whatever the fuck, Lindsay Lohan, right. uh, her bedroom's on the third floor. How the fuck is this mom even listening to this? She's like, God damn it, I can't stop listening to my daughter climax. And oh she's god, like, <laughs> and she's like crying, like having a full fucking meltdown. This like, this is what women do. <laughs> I must say, I do love the scene where her boyfriend comes to see the new Aubrey, mm-hmm. and he's like obviously really turned on because she's like a hot slut now you know who's like fucking ready to go yeah right? she's yeah. like <laughs> she's like i've had sex in a while because i was dead or whatever um so yeah like he like gives her the flowers and she's like mom we're going upstairs to fuck <laughs> goes put these flowers in some water thank you she like hobbles up the steps and <laughs> i mean i would fucking be okay i would be like this because these people are keeping you in this house not letting you leave and calling you operate i would be like mom water the flowers i'm fucking i'm fucking yeah. all day today go get the right. gardener from the beginning go get him go get the landscaper i'm gonna fuck yeah, the landscaper the now <laughs> because what and that was that? again again like there's so much like confusion here because then that is a moment that felt more dakota because, right. like, they try to portray Aubrey as this, like, not like other girls' girl, you know? I'm just into writing. I don't want to be a piano protege. protege right. You know, like, like, uh, like, and it's just weird. And then she, like, pulls up to her house, the Seventh Heaven house, by the way. <laughs> Literally. And, and there's this guy with a fucking, like, branch, like, stroking the branch while she's, like. <laughs> yes, he's, like, popping her little hip out of the car. And she's, uh, like, are you pretending to ejaculate that branch? That was mm. Lindsay Lohan pulling up to set, and they just had cameras rolling. <laughs> right? That's what that was. <laughs> it honestly felt like that, especially when she was like in the convertible and like waiting for the top to to uh, to come back. I was like, oh, she's mm-hmm. like, this is just Lindsay. Yeah. Um, I just the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm honestly thinking to myself, I'm like trying to place myself in the mindset of the director at the time. Lindsay Lohan is like one of the most talked about people in the entire world. Everybody wants to know, is Lindsay's career over? Nobody knows what to do with her. Is she, you know, has Hollywood given up on Lindsay? And this guy thinks, I know what I'll do. I'm going to put Lindsay Lohan in a movie where she has a prosthetic robot arm. And leg. And leg. And and leg, she's got to charge it. They tell her, charge it. (laughs) And she said, I forgot to charge it. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Did he just tell her to put her arm and leg on a charger? I don't know if I can have like an Apple airless or cordless charger, whatever the hell it is. Right. Um, like, so she forgets to charge it. She's just carrying around a, a, a dead weight piece of heavy metal. 
destroy all of the decisions for this movie. I didn't understand any of them. You know, the fucking hairless cat who shows up out of nowhere and has no real significance, but we focus on it a good bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like where, where, where are we going here, man? Where, what are we doing? She's like, I don't like cats. And her mom's like, oh, God. <laughs> her fucking reaction to that. Were they even in the same room giving each other lines? Because they sounded, right. she acted like she just kicked the cat in the head, you know? And yeah, and her dad, and then her fucking dad. The whole time I'm thinking, well, her dad clearly is like the killer because he's so weird and creepy. But yeah. I think it was just the actor. Yeah, I saw something with him in, in it the other day. Now I, f- I forgot, but like he's in like everything, but I never knew his name. It's Neil like Dono or something. He chose to play this like so weird. I was like, so clearly he's the murderer. Like yeah. he, if he isn't, I'll be shocked. Mm-hmm. And when he dies, I'm like, okay. Am I supposed to cry here? Yeah, like because she's because she's like, it's okay, it's okay. And then the whole time he's driving her to the damn whatever, the damn house. She's like, Aubrey can't breathe. It's okay, Aubrey, breathe. Breathe, yeah. we're gonna make it. Because, because what, what we didn't explain, if y'all haven't seen this movie, by the way, what would they do is like, the twins can feel each other and they can like, they get each other's injuries. And so it's, <laughs> it's just this whole, she even watches a YouTube video at some point. It's like, yeah, if you're a twin, you're gonna, yeah, if you get shot, your twin's gonna get shot. She goes on askjeeves.com. Askjeeves.com. Um, I was like, okay, geez. even in 2007, I was using Google. I've never. Nah, I was been... using Steve. Were you really? I was. I thought it was the coolest function. <laughs> until, I fa- until I found Wikipedia, I thought Ask Jeeves was fucking amazing. You know? You're like, Jeeves? Another question? <laughs> <laughs> what is Lindsay Lohan doing? And I know what you. No, 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 what you did. Nah. See? See? Right. We don't even fucking know. <laughs> Jeeves, what's it mean when your twin gets hurt and you get hurt too? They're like you... stigmata, mystical wounds. Oh my God. Stigmata is another good one. Yeah. Yeah, stigmata is great. Was, that is. Um, did, so did you notice, like, did you think about Britney Spears when we, whenever we hear her, her, the writing she's done? and like share creative writing it sounds like fucking girl in the mirror it's like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) this is britney spears would have written the 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 short story dakota i see it i see it and like what was that about too like okay so she 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 wrote like she was having premonitions of what her life was I, i don't even know man um what was happening because <laughs> at times she's like she's like a full fucking mystic like at times yeah. she's a full voodoo witch because she every time she looks in the mirror she gets an hour long you mm-hmm. know premonition it's like that's so raven all of a sudden where she's yeah what's happening in the woods through the owl's eyes and it's like they, they it's just this weird twin thing that they really built up in the movie which you know what to give it credit they they gave a lot of of story plotting to the twin plot yeah. much more than like who actually did the killing yes which is like fun you know i was okay with it um uh lindsey lohan was much more at home playing dakota than she was playing fucking aubrey i'm glad we didn't get aubrey for an hour and a half yeah um, i know <laughs> yeah i agree with that i'm glad that we for most of the movie it's lindsey and it really is like it's you know, looking at this movie now versus when it first came out, like, there's a different appreciation for it because back then it was like, oh, Lindsay's in a shitty movie and her career's gone to shit and she's dried up yeah. and all that stuff. But now it's sort of this crystallized version of Lindsay Lohan that is, you know, we only got for like a year or so. Yeah, it's it much more adds to like the Lindsay Lohan overall story rather than it has become like a cult classic. Cause I still, I still don't see people talk about this very much. So I guess it no. really hasn't reached cult classic status. Um, I wonder how many of your listeners have actually even seen this one, you know? Yeah, I know. It, it does feel like a lot of people, even like Lindsay Lohan fans, like people like us just sort of wrote this movie off. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched this movie, I'm not going to say that. Go you do it. But like you'll, it's yeah. fun. Like it's a fun fucking movie. It's funny. There were times where I was literally like belly laughing. I was like yeah. 
screen laughing. They have so many just like lines that they think are going to be, you know, some sort of takeaway tagline in this movie. Right. There's one that I have a couple of them written down here. <laughs> Do I look like I'm in a fucking coma? <laughs> her mom is just, just, just trying to help her, sweetie. Just trying to help you. Um, what's the random dude on the bus? People get cut. That's life. Oh yeah. And then they say that like five times in the movie after that. Yes. I thought about you when she gave her um she has two monologues where I thought about you because they they gave me Georgia Rule vibes. Uh, um, the one where she's in the hospital and they're like asking her questions and she's like, she's just telling everybody to fuck off. And she was like, I wake up, like my arms cut off. I don't have any fucking fingers or toes. I don't have a leg. <laughs> like I've got this fucking mechanical hand now that I have to charge. She had like a seven minute Georgia rule monologue. It was, it was it was good, but she's fucking right too. Like she doesn't, they're asking her questions and interrogating her and acting like everybody in this movie acts like she is just not giving up the information. She doesn't fucking know what the right. information is. Do you want her to say, I was stripping, I came and pulled my glove off and my finger was fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I had to duct tape it back on and needle and thread it. Oh my um, gosh, like who is going to believe that? Nobody. So like give Dakota Moss a fucking break, will ya? And it's also just so crazy that they lead up to like like the whole first half of the movie revolves around this like is she a twin? Is she not a twin? Is she crazy? You know, mm-hmm. what's the deal? And the big huge reveal for this like crazy <laughs> plot is three minutes of dialogue with her and her dad where she's like she's like i know that you gave up another daughter and i got the shit end of the stick because you gave me to a crackhead and he's like nobody can know and then that's it yeah that's it that's it and then she goes and rescues her sister and um her sister's in in a random wedding dress in like a glass like snow white coffin in the ground <laughs> right yeah and all of a sudden they're able to communicate verbally like it's their brains. so weird man it's just they <laughs> if we're gonna go full superhero with it i would have been fine with that Lindsay lohan playing twin superhero yeah they put her in twin roles a lot she's 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 got the twin thing down um it's just it was yeah. weird you know the payoff wasn't really there it was it's a if you are a Lindsay Lohan fan, this is this is one of the ones to add to your to your roster of watching. But you know, if you're not, I don't see you really liking it at all anyway. It's funny that you mentioned that um that they should have just leaned into like her being a full superhero because I wrote that <laughs> in my notes. I was like, honestly, when they gave her the bionic arm, I wish that they would have just like the payoff would have been really cool if yeah. she was able to use her arm to like fuck that guy up. She did use her arm to break the Snow White like glass coffin, but she did it like right over her sister's That's face. True. That I was, I was like, yeah, maybe do it a little lower. <laughs> and then her sister's like, oh, I was sleeping. She, she really did that. Like, yeah, you she could have just pulled it open. I think. I think it would have been possible. There's, there's, there's. I will say. Dakota Moss, I really enjoyed. The bionic arm, her being like a stripper, her like into detective mode and wanting to fuck everything inside. I liked it. I liked the character. I wish they would have started there, just built everything around that because she like shined like that. Yeah, I wrote in my notes that when she finally leans into her like new identity or whatever, when we get like the other other twin, Mm -hmm. it it is the best part of the movie. Like it's what you... Base, it's pretty much what you were waiting for the whole time mm-hmm. is for her to finally become you know 2007 Lindsay Lohan and <laughs> it's she yeah she looks so cool she's got like this this whole time she has like this glittery sort of muddy smoky eye I was yeah I fucking loved it her hair is black and this is black haired Lindsay which you know Lindsay's hair alters mm-hmm. all mean something very different what is your favorite Lindsay hair color just Lindsay hair color period of her career what oh, wow. what, do you, what would you think um I love first of all, I love when Lindsay is a redhead like okay I do love when Lindsay has dark hair because she pulls it off so fucking well yeah um but I, I like when Lindsay is is her natural has her red hair and the era of her career I like the most honestly Georgia rule I agree yeah. with you mm, I think I love that <laughs> I think that that is to me peak ultimate Lindsay, like the best. Yeah. And I think she just was such like, here's the thing is 
I, I would agree. I think I, I like her a lot when she has red hair. Remember when she came back to Glee and she like dyed her hair red again? And I was like so excited about that. I was like, you yeah. look so good, Lindsay. We're going up. Academy Awards five years from now. We all I was, were. I was on that fucking train. I hate when she's blonde. Me too. Um, like when she hosted Saturday Night Live, like she looked, she looked well 40 years old. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I really like her around the Georgia rule time. I think her acting was just so natural at that point like it mm-hmm. gotten so good and, and, and the thing is with like these actors right there, there's a term called seasoned actors and that's because they're allowed to work and allowed to like hone their craft and get better and get better and get better and she really just like hit a wall and hasn't been able to do that anymore and you watch kind of her more recent projects and you can see kind of where she may be lost a little bit of her acting ability and where mm-hmm. she may be like is picking up where she left off maybe like 10 years ago, right? Like right. she hasn't been able to develop her craft. Well, okay. So people ask me this question all the time, all the time. People ask me, what does Lindsay Lohan need to do to come back? Is there a, mm. can Lindsay Lohan come back? What do you think about that? Like if you, in a perfect world of Lindsay Lohan came back in a way that is like what you see as like the greatest thing she could do. I hate being like a fucking Debbie Downer and I hate really like I'm still always a champion for her, but I don't know if she can, though, because she's had so many opportunities like handed to her Mm -hmm. um, and so many different like jumping off points like people keep offering her like, you know these platforms and these things like charlie sheen get you know paid off her irs bill oprah gave her a fucking reality show she had um x y and z she's had every opportunity to kind of revive herself but she's not going to do that on her own it comes down to her and we even said that at the beginning of this episode it comes down to her there's nothing that can happen unless she does it you know right like she has to do this herself she has to like get a project they have she has to she has to land a role and she has to be there on time no illnesses no nothing she has yeah. to show people that she is like wanting to work because she says it all the time right she's always saying in interviews i i'm ready to be back on set i i just want to be back on set i just want to be back on set she's had plenty of opportunities to be back on set and she didn't do it i mean i think it's crazy that we've been in this loop for so many years if, to be honest like mm-hmm. i was looking at stuff from this sort of era in her life on youtube and I came across her, um, do you remember her uh, Funny or Die eHarmony commercial? So good. <laughs> like, it was good. I'm like, this is so fucking funny. And also yeah. it was over 10 years ago. And, the, and yeah. the, the theme of the commercial is like her getting DUIs and crashing her car and, and going to rehab and getting arrested. It's like, it's just so crazy how long this has been her narrative now, where it's just what people know of her. Yeah. Um, and it sucks. And I agree with you. I, 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 at this particular point, I think that unless Lindsay Lohan makes her own projects, like I think that unless I've been saying for years, I think Lindsay needs to start a fucking YouTube channel. Yeah. I think she yeah. needs to vlog. Like she, people find her so interesting. I think Lindsay Lohan needs to get on fucking YouTube. And she got on, she life. got on Instagram one time. I almost kidnapped a child. I don't know if she needs a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come with me. Watch a movie. Oh my God, what was that? What happened there? Uh, next time we do a Lindsay Lohan project, I want you to chain smoke about 20 cigarettes and then come on here and do your impression, okay? Oh, we, could do that. <laughs> we could make that happen. And I fucking would. I love it. I love it. It's, it's just good. But yeah, no, I, I think that like you're spot on, you know, that eHarmony commercial was, was or that, that parody was over 10 years ago. And that's still kind of the running joke with Lindsay Lohan. Like if she comes back and does like a parody on like Jimmy Fallon or something, it's still about that. Mm-hmm. Like you should have been like done with that by now. Right. Yeah. Because we really think about it and we think of all her problems and you know, all of that stuff. She wasn't doing anything that a normal like college student wasn't doing. Right. Like she right. was doing that same thing. She just doesn't grow out of it. And that's what she got to do. Lindsay. Um, yeah. Like, because I, I agree with you. I think she could make her own projects. And like, that's where I kind of wanted to see her was like by now doing like a Reese Witherspoon thing where she's like hiring people and creating these projects and finding books and like really putting herself out there and and snapping up fucking awards because I, th- I think she she could have done it. It's just herself getting in her own her own way. It is. It, 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 it's funny that you bring up like I was I've not really thought about all the people that have tried to help her. I'm like, well, yeah, Charlie Sheen and then Oprah and all these different people have 
you know, try to be the one to make like a difference in her life. And she, I think at the end of the day, Lindsay at her core, and I don't even mean this in a bad way. It's just, it's survival. Lindsay is a fucking hustler. She hustles people. Mm -hmm. She's a, a literal gypsy. Like she is like an old school fucking gypsy. Like she steals from people. She like works people for money. And you, you know that sort of phrase that some people use when they say, um, or they, like there's there, there's certain people in life who will be like, uh, it'll all work out. It'll work out. You know, if it's meant yeah. to be, it's meant to be. That's exactly Lindsay Lohan. She's like, it will just work out. You know, mm-hmm. I'm in this really shitty spot right now. I'm not even going to deal with it. In five months, it'll be fine. You know, and yeah. that's kind of been her life where she's gotten out of certain situations for so long that, you know, has she ever really hit rock bottom? I don't think so. I really mm. don't think so. I was thinking about that just now. I don't think Lindsay Lohan's ever really had a true rock bottom. She's always gotten out of things. And, you know, it's like, I think at back in the day, people assumed Lindsay's rock bottom would be like jail. Mm-hmm. It clearly wasn't. She doesn't give a fuck when she goes to jail. She didn't give nights. a fuck. She's like, fucking hell, man. Okay, well, I'll reschedule my fucking wine night. You know, I'll yeah. reschedule that. Um, it's yeah. like an inconvenience to her. But I think I'm hoping, I'm, I'm like praying that her rock bottom is not going to be, because it could be something so simple as like she reaches 70 years old and realizes I could have had a fucking career. I could have had like this long legacy and I don't, yeah. you know, and I hope that's yeah. not going to be her rock bottom. And it sucks too, because it's like, even if she hadn't, you know, you look at somebody like a Nicole, and I know that like Nicole Richie and Lindsay aren't really mm-hmm. like the same, because Lindsay has like an actual craft and Nicole was more so famous for being famous. Yeah. But like, Nicole figured it out. Like, at a certain point, Nicole was like, well, clearly fashion is something that I care about. and It's my thing. Yeah. So I'm going to lean into that and make it my entire career. Like, Lindsay never had any one of those moments either where she was like, okay, acting isn't working out. Yeah. You know, she had like suntan lotion lines and oh my gosh and her, her what was the commercial where she had like she's like click pal oh yeah. <laughs> oh it's so good it's yeah but you're right you're totally right like she just is hustling she's just out there hustling she almost had that one you know goal in the bag you know with when she was suing the grand theft auto people like oh, she, almost, yeah. she was like i must have to pay that here and then she didn't get it right like it's it's again nicole richie wasn't wasn't doing anything that a normal college student wasn't doing you know we were all drinking cheap alcohol that was the about the only difference they had money to go and do all this stuff and to travel and be you know fucking misses but you grow out of it you leave college you do you know you start like i have to get a job i have to do this all these people have done that and she hasn't she hasn't done that you know she's like jumping from her from job to job you know from career to career and she's like, I don't even, what, what do you predict she's going to, where do you predict she's going to be in about five to 10 years? Well, I think that she'll be in Dubai still mm-hmm. um, doing her thing. Actually, by the way, I had to look it up. It was Fornarina. Click. <laughs> That's right. How? <laughs> Fornarina. I fucking watched it though on a loop. <laughs> I watched it on a loop. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I honestly, I think that she, I, I, I don't, I'm not saying this in a way to be shamey, but just realistically, I think yeah. like um, like yachting and like what Lindsay does in Dubai is like her career now. Yeah. And it's like how she makes a living and how she survives. And um, I, I can't see if it hasn't happened yet and there's no talks of it happening, especially with like early 2000s nostalgia having like its peak moment right now. Yeah. This is when Lindsay, like this is prime time for Lindsay to strike. And mm-hmm. like, just do something, anything that isn't like. It, need, yeah. What were you saying? Good, good. Just something that isn't like in the realm of like the canyons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for her to do something that feels like, wow, Lindsay's really like ahead of ahead of the conversation. Look at her. She started a YouTube channel or she started this <laughs> or she's like working on this project or whatever. Um, it just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if, at this point if she can. I just like, I, cause it. it she's going to fall out of a sort of public consciousness at some point, you know, mm-hmm. we will remember her and we will, right. you know, the host podcasts about her, but like people are not going to remember a Lindsay Lohan if she doesn't get back in there and do something because even the canyons, like 
not the greatest movie, but she was in it and she brought so much hype to a project that was going to be just a James Dean, like does a movie project. Yeah. You know, nobody would have, I would have never heard of the fucking canyons. Right. But Lindsay Lohan was in it and we were like, Oh, this could be a comeback vehicle. This is an erotic thriller. Like this is, she could do something like that. She could just, I think what she needs, oh my goodness, right? This is where we're all agents in this in this business. Anyway. I, know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Everybody rolling your eyes. I apologize. Um, <laughs> she needs like a guest role. She doesn't need to be front and center. She needs to be a scene stealer for a couple like roles, you know, for a couple projects coming up. I even thought like American Horror Story, she would have been great as like a long red haired like in hotel or yes. something could you have seen her in hotel oh American my Horror God, Story hotel yes. can i see Lindsay lohan naked with blood all over her smoking a cigarette i've seen it yes <laughs> I see yes it again. her and lady gaga's tits are pretty similar honestly if you yeah there's like totally. i could see it um and that's what she needs because lady gaga was kind of on a, on a not the same their, their careers are not the same at all lady right. gaga is super focused um all props to her but her career was kind of on a downswing you remember and like everybody was like giving her shit for art pop and stuff she came back and did american horror story and that fucking like catapulted her into yeah. another level of stardom and like Lindsay needs that but i also think that Lindsay is one of those actresses who probably has a lot of pride um and yeah. i wonder if she would do a project where she's not like the main sort of that bitch girl you know well let's also not sleep on Lindsay's music i mean what do you think about oh Lindsay my goodness Cohen? i mean can we talk about that i love it <laughs> oh, what is your favorite Lindsay lohan song <laughs> oh my god oh god um i honestly i really love uh confessions of a broken heart because i'm like fucking troy man do you know <laughs> I got it on the LimeWire. It, it, it <laughs> was one of the many songs that contributed to a virus on our parents' computer. But right. I had that song like on fucking repeat. I felt it. I felt the video. I was like, mm -hmm. get it. I get it. Oh, my gosh. It, it, and you look at her performance of that, her vocal performance, and the, the fact that like that was such a personal song Yeah, that you you know everybody saw because, I mean, even the video was so perfect, right? It's like her in this display case and really yeah. she couldn't keep anything private because her parents were such fucking messes that they were taking it to the public anyway even if she didn't talk about it right um that was such a good song and like such a good direction for her um i also really like rumors perfect rumors. amazing like pop Love. song um you remember bossy bossy i thought like i i held out hope i was one of the ones who held out hope for 10 years for spirit in the dark the album the third <laughs> album by <Lindsay> Lohan. <laughs> it's like bossy the first single off spirit of the dark I'm, I'm ready i'll be here dude i was like yeah like samantha ronson's going to put everything aside and produce an album for miss Lindsay lohan and it's going to be so good yeah. uh yeah i mean i would love to also see Lindsay. i know she's like released singles i didn't and... like xanax did you hear xanax I yeah didn't i didn't like, like it, it either it just didn't have a didn't have that catchiness right like there's something right. catchy about her earlier music um like you i even still hear bossy in, in movies and tv shows sometimes like it's oh. a song that has never she never did a video for it she never promoted it but like still lives on yeah and i wonder why that is it's got such myspace energy right that song but it does yeah coding like, the background and, and <laughs> <laughs> um well i don't know do you have anything else to, i don't know what else to say about this movie to be honest uh, with you and not so much to say about this movie just her i guess right um just this was like i'm looking at her filmography and like she just didn't even have that many titles to it no you know? she didn't do a whole lot even before this movie i think and her peak was it was just my luck right she got seven million for that yeah, and also, I think that it should be stated that, like, Disney fucks people. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, they yeah. fuck people. And whatever mm -hmm. her career could have been, you know, like, I'm not going to say that Lindsay didn't have any part in, in dismantling her own public image, but, like, the pedestal and the way that Disney presents people to the world is so unfair because yeah. it's not real. So then when you do finally get to, like, be yourself, people are shocked by it. It's yeah. just, it's really um a fool's game to get caught up in the whole disney thing because at the end of the day it's like yeah those movies are iconic mm -hmm. and they mean a whole lot to her career and stuff but like it also kind of fucked her that she's the girl from her be fully loaded 
Yeah, it really did because, you know, she gains this, Disney gives her these fans, right? She like gets them through all these Disney projects and this Disney image. Um, and then when, when, when she doesn't live up to that, those fans are the first ones to like, you know, call her trash and, and mm -hmm. call her a hot mess. And, you know, she's on the soup and you know, like, yeah. like that, that you're a hundred percent right. Like that Disney image just screws like just about anybody who's in Disney. Um, yeah. I don't know many people who haven't been like when you find out that Hillary Duff has a condom in her purse, like what are you yeah. crazy? Is that what is happening there? Um, I, I don't know. I don't think it's like well, we don't really have Disney stars like that anymore, do we? We have Olivia Rodrigo, but she is pretty yeah. edgy for she would never have been like a 2005 Disney like pop star. No. Yeah. Like the formula, I think, is kind of dead. Right. Like they're letting them just do their own thing now, Conda. Yeah. And plus, if you think about it, it's like all of them had to. I can't think of one that didn't have to fight for, I mean, years yeah. i mean think about all the the years that miley cyrus spent like trying to dismantle hannah montana you know what i mean yeah and i love that i love seeing her kind of like play around with it now that it's not such a source of like trauma for her yeah because you think about miley cyrus and like a public like lashing yeah. she she had it she had it pretty bad too she couldn't even tour in america for the gypsy heart tour you know because yeah. fucking americans hated her so much for smoking the bong smoking <laughs> fucking salvia with a bunch of other kids like having fun it's like are you kidding uh, me and you think this is the worst thing she's done this is like a miley cyrus oh music. yeah that was just the thing that got caught on camera man like i remember her her leaked bra pictures coming up on the internet you know oh my god i'm being like that is crazy that her, is her or when i heard i heard her say damn one time and in, in a youtube video and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this girl doing <laughs> i love for absolutely no reason um me and my friend katie both love is that my boyfriend layup and i love saying that to her out of context she is like fucking normal she does normal <laughs> people stuff and she's probably really fucking annoying and like you know annoys right. a lot of people but like <laughs> she for some reason was this you know big disney pop star that made them so much money that you know she has to be the cool chick, but like the cool chick, he doesn't do drugs or anything, right? Like that's right. what she had to be. And I just loved when she finally went full. Like, you know why Bangers was such a big fucking album for her and will always be her staple is because it was her, I don't give a fuck anymore album. Like, yeah, you guys have already torn me down as much as you can tear me down. And here's my tongue. Oh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, I say it every time I talk about her, but yeah. I'll never forget her saying, in an interview during that time that she had a conversation with Pharrell and he told her to just keep doing yeah. anything she like thought about like whatever she wanted to do to just fucking do it and never second guess it and just like yeah. go with her gut and she really did that she did an interesting parallel also because we talk about like the Disney machine and what they do to like these stars Lindsay Lohan so Lindsay Lohan never had the point where she came to a point in her career and was like okay, I'm going to do it anyway. You guys think I'm shitty anyway. I'm going to keep, she still is right. like making excuses and like, kind of like, oh, it wasn't that bad. It, it has, you know, I'm not that bad. I'm, right. I'm, I'm pretty good actually. Like people just give me a hard time. Whereas Miley Cyrus was like, if you think I'm that bad, then I guess I don't know. I can't change your mind. But Lindsay Logan yeah. still trying to change minds, you know? Um, maybe if she would have had a point in her career where she kind of just like, was like, okay, you know? I mean, what do you? What else can you say about me? Then maybe she could have done something too. Well, it also doesn't help that she was so good at. I mean, Lindsay lying. was so good at lying. She was so yeah. good at like, you know, I. I it's funny because I think she's really bad at social media now, mm -hmm. and she's really bad at kind of being. Paris, I think, is actually like this in many ways too, but obviously nowhere near as bad as Lindsay, um, where they just haven't fully adapted to like the way to be famous now. Yeah. Um, Paris is sort of like white knuckling it, I think. And like that documentary really helped her a lot. But Lindsay has not figured it out. Like she can't figure out social media. She can't figure out the Tiki Talk. Like she's just like not that girl. But during her heyday, Lindsay was so fucking good at media manipulation, at tabloid at tabloid era fame mm -hmm. like when 
everybody was waiting for at, with bated breath for Lindsay Lohan to say something to a paparazzi camera when she left yeah. the restaurant and she'd say Paris is a cunt. That was a that was a month. Dude, ago. Was that so, fucking like, meme. I love to read it and I will stop and I will save it to my I have, I have it saved about 50 times in my phone. Right? <laughs> Paris is a cunt. What did you say about Paris? I didn't say nothing. Paris is my friend. He's <laughs> been my friend for years. Stop turning us apart. It's <laughs> so fucking funny. But like you're right. Like, and 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 a big thing with like people what people want from their stars now is like open honesty we want these conversations about mm-hmm. mental health and all that Lindsay lohan is still not giving that she doesn't deserve she like she doesn't owe it to anybody she doesn't right. owe like a trauma dump to everybody but i also think that does play into like why maybe she hasn't picked up on social media as much because she could seriously do like I, if she did a youtube channel talking about like in an honest way hey my life has been kind of fucked up or like yeah. did a paris you know sort of documentary like it would gain traction. She would have an audience there and it should probably gain a new audience, but she, I don't think she's ever even impacted any of her drama. It doesn't seem like. I don't think so either. And I do think that if she did something like that, it would look a lot like her, her Oprah show, you know, yeah. just like her in her house, just sort of being Lindsay, like mm-hmm. chain smoking and, and filming herself in the mirror. And, and it's all I want. And it oh would be all God. I want just like, some honest conversations because what was missing from the Oprah show was that they would ask her the serious questions and she would immediately shut people down. And she would say, I told you not to talk about that on camera. You talked about that on camera, AJ, you're out of my life now. Right. You know, like, but like that's Lindsay Lohan is very much a Courtney love where she probably sits on her floor in front of a big ass mirror, trying on clothes and smoking and burning coals in the cinema. <laughs> like I guarantee that's Lindsay Lohan's life. And I would love to watch it because I, I grew up in Texas. Trailer trash. I've seen a lot of that. And it's very endearing to know. <laughs> oh my god! No, you're right though. That is her life, yeah. and I would I would pay money to watch yeah. her just like go through her closet. The thought of Lindsay Lohan holding a camera and chain smoking and going through her closet. Do you remember her, her like? realizing that there was a thrift store downstairs below her apartment oh. and taking all of her clothes just to trade them for more clothes <laughs> and like just literally taking little we saw it yeah. firsthand taking little things like that and turning it into as big of a production chaos as she, as she can yeah like how chaotic can i make thrifting yep you know and it's like okay well then i'll have my mom come over and we'll dig through all this stuff and turn it really dramatic and i'll dramatically go down there and bring stuff but then buy stuff like everything has to be amplified times a million they her- couldn't even deliver fucking furniture to her house because she sent it back and she made them go through the truck and like pick certain things out because she didn't want everything delivered to her house she right. does that shit that is Lindsay lohan to a fucking t but you know what troy we're gonna be here in the front row for i know who killed me three Oh, or two. Sorry, we got to get to oh. two first. We'll be here. Whatever you want to do, Lindsay, we'll be here. Um, I just, I, I do hope that we, we see something from her one day soon. Me too. Lindsay, we are always rooting for you. You have, you have us in a chokehold in a way that I truly can't explain. I don't really understand it, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. But I'll never not care about what she's doing. I know. Yep. 100%. I agree. <laughs> well, Lindsay, five years from now, Oscars, we're going to be there. <laughs> She's done with mugshot. She's ready for her Oscar. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, do you have any closing thoughts about this movie or about Lindsay in general? Uh, not, not really about this movie, but, you know, just everything that's been repeated over and over on this one. Like, we, we're fucking rooting for Lindsay Lohan. And uh, if I want to see her play like a, a fucking... I want to see her play. Mm, this will be my closing thought. Okay. okay. The role I want to see her do is like a hoarder who lives in her house and doesn't open the front door for anybody. I want to see that. And she smokes. Okay. She's got to smoke. Okay. What okay. role do you want to see her play before like she closes that. it out? Um, I would love to see her in some sort of like like it's funny i'm gonna say a thriller, but like <laughs> a thriller where she's like like a bionic arm or something and she lost her leg um no i would love to see her in a thriller like a really good suspense thriller that's actually like really well done um that or something honestly something like like art housey like an indie movie like a fun like a francis ha or something like that like a cool like you watch suspiria the remake yeah i could see i would love to see Lindsay in a movie like that 
like yeah. just something very as britney would say artsy fartsy oh my god i love it yes <laughs> that's so that'll be on the poster too is britney's comment it was very artsy fartsy I like yeah it. i like yeah. that <laughs> i thought it was really cool <laughs> i love it uh, uh, well zachary tell people where they can find all of your things and everything you're working on in your youtube channel and your podcast and stuff oh goodness i'll leave the youtube channel to rest um i i'm a co-host <laughs> of my bloody judy and uh we we over on youtube.com slash azb bonus features or on slayer fest 98 uh podcasting platform everywhere you listen to podcasts um we do my bloody judy it's a horror podcast we talk about movies and throughout october we did uh, like a road to halloween kills so it's the most recent thing we have but yeah that's yeah, great i've been on it it's great it's you have fun. you have yes <laughs> that was a good episode i'd suggest going and listen to that one because it was, it was good yeah it's really really fun um if you guys like horror stuff like you should definitely follow and ian is great uh zach's co-host it's just it's fun it's i think we're still trying to figure out sort of like our uh just the way we're doing it because i i don't think the way we do it is you know right now the way we do it is as we kind of do a run-through of the movie you know scene by scene and i i don't think we're we're gonna stick with that so um suggestions welcome i guess but let me say also once i'm i'm sorry for making no, it so long. no no you're um, fine i got the nicest messages after i came on the last time and so to yeah. all of those people and to your viewers and listeners you know <laughs> They're y'all are some nice damn people, and that made me feel really good. And cool. I appreciate it. And I thank you, Troy, for having me on. You are so very welcome. You are, I mean, honestly, you're you have open door policy on this podcast whenever you want. Don't do um, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys go follow Zach's uh, podcast and listen to our watch or listen to our episode. And thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew. 